0: Hello everyone and welcome to Spiritual Table Talk. Today's topic is Brujeria Part 4. And today it's just me, Papa Hector, here with you on Spiritual Table Talk. As always, you can go ahead and subscribe to us using Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor.fm, or your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to send a donation to the temple, you can do so via cash app, cash symbol, dollar sign, Hector Salva, or via PayPal at help at mysticalwork.com. So today is brujería part four, and what I want to talk to you about is herbs and leaves and brujería. There's a few sayings that import, mentioned the importance of herbs and herbal knowledge for brujos. One is, A brujo tiene que saber su hierba. A brujo needs to know his herbs. Sin hierba no hay brujo. Without herbs, there are no witches. Without herbs, there's no witchcraft. As well as, Vodú se fey. Vodú, or these spiritual traditions, is all about leaves, or herbs in this scenario and situation. Herbs and leaves are a very important part of the magical craft. For those of you who are unaware, every herb, every leaf, has both its medicinal properties as well as its magical properties. Oftentimes these are related and the magic of the herbs and the leaves is that which is so powerful that when they are able to tap into it, you're tapping into a great reservoir of natural power. <clears throat> it's often surprising nowadays because you go into many botanicas and these days, What you find most botanicas are filled with are commercial waters, powders, perfumes, and commercial bath mixtures. The origination of the botanica was originally a place where you could go and get any and all types of herbs to use both medicinally and magically. Hence the name botanica, where the same word botanical comes from. And these days when you enter many a botanica there's very few if any herbs there and all it's not uncommon that herbs are mis um labeled miscategorized this is why these days when i tell people to buy herbs i often suggest that you buy them from an herbal shop a shop that ser- sells herbs For nutritional purposes. At least at this point in time. When you do that. You're going to get exactly what the label is labeling. Exactly what the label says is what the herb that will be there. I've been many a time to a botanica. Where I purchased a certain herb. Or a bag labeled something. And when I go to open up the bag, it totally is not the herb that it's labeled. And this is sometimes okay. There's sometimes a work around this magically. But especially if you're going to be using the herbs internally or on your body. In the sense of spiritual baths or in the sense of some form of medicine, medicinal type value from the herbs, it's dangerous. It's dangerous because you don't know what it is you're taking and whether or not you're allergic to it. This is why these days, for the most part, there are some herbs you cannot get outside of botanicas, but many herbs are available outside of botanicas, and it's helpful for you to go ahead and buy those herbs in a place where you know for sure they are what they claim to be. Because botanicas um, aren't so concerned these days with selling the herbs. And when they do have them, it's not uncommon that they've been mislabeled. And this is a dangerous practice if you're taking those herbs for any type of medicinal purposes. Now, back in the day... Way more than now, brujos, hungans, and mambo's, uh, were considered like the doctors, which meant that many times when you had a medical ailment, um, a health ailment, you went to a brujo, a hungan, or a mambo to get the treatment for that. These days, the way that the medical system works, this is less and less common. As, the medical system is more and more available to a greater number of people. However, even these days, we've dealt with many a case that were unable to be healed via the traditional medical system, and we were able to work healing with herbs, which were medicinal-based healings with herbs, where the medical system wasn't even able to properly diagnose the patient. So, we still do this practice very much. It's still a big part of our practice, just not as large as it once was. Now, there are some pretty common, regular use, basic herbs that if you're working these traditions and you're within these traditions it's good to have them on hand it's even better if you can have them growing in your house and again these days you can create like a small window box a small planter box kept indoors to keep many of these herbs alive many of these herbs are also common cooking herbs, which makes them double use, A, but B also makes them really easy to obtain. So one of those herbs is basil. And basil is heavily and highly used in our tradition. In fact, it's considered the queen of the herbs. So basil has a lot of uses not only for destroying and removing negativity, but also for bringing in luck, success, abundance. It's considered a very lucky herb. And so basil these days is a good herb to have on hand. And in the cases of many herbs, we're able to use both the dried form as well as the fresh live form. However, the fresh live form is preferred. It's preferable to have an herb that's alive and fresh most of the time for most treatments than it is for you to have the dried herb. When the herb dries out, it loses some of its life force, some of its potency. And while that's okay at times, especially for medicinal purposes, hey, at times you can't get an herb fresh or alive in the way that you would want it. So the next best thing is to use the dried form. So while it's okay for medicinal purposes, there are certain times where it's so much more preferable to have the live version of the plant, including for medicinal purposes, and having that very much there and present and easy to get to. So basil is a big one, and it's used in a lot of ritual, a lot of ceremony, Basil is a common plant that's used when we're doing something to bless. So we're blessing an object, we're preparing, we are um, consecrating something, making something holy, a ceremonial object. Basil is a very common plant that we use. A second herb that's good to have on hand very good to have it on hand is rosemary. Rosemary is a plant that gets used a lot. And it's, as we've taught it in our tradition or in our lineage, rosemary is highly connected with the spirits of the dead, as well as the black division. So rosemary is a very good plant to have on hand and it can be used in a variety of applications. It also is a very assistive herb in healing practices. So when we're healing someone, rosemary can oftentimes come in and it boosts the properties or assist the other herbs that we're using in the treatment. It's important to understand that when we're working with the herbs, Some herbs are classified as hot and other herbs are classified as cool. It's also important to understand that even magically speaking, just like it is medicinally speaking, certain herbs go against each other. Meaning they counteract each other and they work against each other. They do not go together. And certain herbs can help boost each other's properties. Other herbs can cancel each other out. And other herbs can just cause it so that it doesn't cause the work to work. So these are all layers of magical knowledge when it comes to the herbs. As well as, when you're a brujo, one of the things that you need to be taught, and this is something you should look to your mentors to teach you, is that if you are getting an herb from a live plant, there's a specific way to harvest that herb. And that's not something I can get into here on the podcast, but it is something that I teach my brujos and those who are going to be in brujería school with me, we will be teaching that. And something that I teach my initiates is how to properly harvest an herb. And there are certain herbs that have certain harvesting procedures. And then there are other herbs that use very generalized harvesting procedures. And so this is what it's important because we want the spirit of the herb to work with you in the working that you're going to be doing. And so everything proceeds in our tradition with honor and respect. Without any honor, without any respect, we can't have the opposite. If we can't come in with respect, we will not receive honor. Our words will not be honored if we don't come in with honor our words will not be respected. So, in brujería, there are different ways of harvesting the herbs. Some herbs require specific methods, while other herbs respond to a generalized harvesting practice that we have. Always coming to the herb with respect. Especially in the case of a living herb Our tradition recognizes that anything that has life force that is living, growing, anything that's living has a life force and a spirit that has to be respected. So in the case of using a live herb, there's a method or a manner in which to approach that herb, to pick that herb. So that it's being done in a manner of respecting that spirit. So that spirit is willing to work with you in the working that you're going to be undertaking. And herbs is a very huge sector of our work. While it is true, you can perform brujería without herbs. And there are many recipes that don't use any herbs. Herbs... Mm, I would say, are you using about a good 60% plus, 70% of our magical work and our working? In fact, one hungan once told me, if you have herbs, then you have voodoo. That's all you need. All you need is herbs. So if you have herbs, you have exactly what you need to do any type of voodoo. So... This is an importance of the herbs. Getting back to rosemary. Rosemary is a very powerful plant and it's a very good plant to use as a cleanser. When you're feeling things are not going well, when you feel things are not moving how they should and they are not major blockages but an accumulation of minor blockages Rosemary is a very good plant to use in an herbal bath or in a fumigation. Fumigation meaning burning it on incense charcoals. So rosemary is a very excellent plant that can be used. And it can be used in many different types of workings. Which, again, I can't get into everything about that here in this podcast. But... It's a very powerful plant. Having it on hand is highly recommended. And you'll notice that many of these herbs can grow together nicely that I'm gonna be mentioning in a pot kept in a kitchen, kept in a windowsill, somewhere Some easy for you to grow and be able to have access and regular use of these herbs. These herbs are really nice because you can grow them indoors and you can have access to them all year long, which provides you a powerful tool in most of what you're going to need to do. Another herb that's always been highly used, I love it, it's mint. Spearmint, peppermint, any type of mint plant is very highly used in our practices. Mint plants are very powerful. They're good at both cleansings, but they're also good at opening things up. And they help to create clarity as well as open up various levels of things. So they can help to open up the roads. Mint plant is a very strong plant, and it's a plant that tends to grow very wildly and strongly. The power of the mint plant is a power that is very expansive. One thing that I always remember about mint is that it will grow very easily on its own, and if it's not given borders, it can very easily become a plant that overtakes the space that grows all over the place and grows very wildly. It's a powerful plant that has a great deal of applications and can be used in many different types of workings. Mint is something that you're gonna wanna keep on hand. Most definitely you're gonna wanna keep mint on hand. Now, Another plant that can be easily, especially if you're in North America, it grows all over the place. I find it all over my yard. It's very common all over and it's a very good one for increasing dreaming, helping you grow in your spiritual abilities, helping deepen your capacities of seeing is mugwort. Mugwort is a very good plant. And it grows in, at least here where I'm at in New Jersey, and also in most Pennsylvania, Delaware, North America, you find it growing wild pretty much everywhere. It's a very hardy herb. It's able to withstand a lot of different weathers that occur to it, and it's able to grow, and it will grow quite tall and quite strong. Without any effort. I see it all the time. Growing on the sides of the roads. Growing in people's yard. Mixed in there with the grass. Mint is a... hmm, Mugwort. I've moved on. Mugwort is a very powerful plant. And it's good for... Psychic abilities. It's good for... Increasing your capacity to see your psychic abilities, and your dreaming capacities. So, mugwort is a very spiritual-based plant. And there's a great deal of applications for it. One of the easiest ways to use mugwort is to put it under your pillow. This is going to help you dream. And if you have a problem with dreaming, this plant is going to help you have a lot more dreams. In the beginning, something to note until you're acclimating to the mugwort, the dreams can kind of seem scattered, disconnected, and a little crazy. So, until you really make that connection to this plant, at first, there tends to be a very common mm, integration period. And during that integration period between your spirit, And the spirit of the plant of mugwort. There's going to be a lot of kind of crazy dreams. And a lot of people tell me like they have very vivid. Yet very kind of crazy disorienting dreams. And this is something that's very common. It's an integration process that has to take place. Between you and the spirit of mugwort. If you're someone who's struggled with dreaming you've had a lot of problems with being able to dream and for those of you who are not aware dreaming and visions are really important in your mystical path as well as in your spiritual growth dreams and visions provide a great deal of information with, which is not accessible most often towards your normal consciousness <clears throat> Of very few people know that in our traditions, in the Caribbean traditions, astral work or dream work, lucid dreams, is a very big component of what we do. So the ability to go into the dream world is an important ability to be able to develop. And mugwort is a very helpful plant to those people who have struggled with being able to dream. There's a few things about dreams, which if you're interested in, I believe we have a podcast about it, but I believe I could do another podcast about how to help increase your dreaming function. So go ahead and email us if you're interested in that at help at mysticalwork.com or if you're using Spotify to listen to our recording or you have a Spotify account there's a way to leave responses. I don't have Spotify so I can't direct you but there is a way to leave responses particularly to this podcast so that you can like let me know that you're interested in that type of information. Now, another herb that's very common in spiritual work, you see it all over, is called bay. And bay, you can obtain bay leaves at a grocery store. Bay leaves are used in lots of spiritual work. Currently, I see there's a trend of using bay leaves as like a wishing type leaf where you can write something and burn it in order to attract what you want to manifest or wish for. In our tradition, bay leaves also serve to be a very protective plant. It's considered a plant that has very strong protective qualities. And so it's often used in protections and as an extension, it's used in removals. It's used in removals because of its strong protective quality. It can push away the negativity. So, bay leaf is another powerful herb. Really easy to get. Really easy to obtain. All these herbs that I've just mentioned are really easy to obtain in your local grocery. You don't always need something exquisite, fancy. Um exotic in order to do magical work. In fact, one of the things we teach is that magic is all around. You just have to be able to tap into it. So bay leaves are something that can be used for their protective qualities. It can also be used for its removal qualities. It also is an herb of strength. So it can add strength to various things. Bay, however, is a type of leaf that you have to know what it will and will not work with. So it's sort of a more finicky herb to work with because certain things will not go with bay leaf. It kind of will work against bay leaf. Bay leaf is considered a hot herb. From bay leaf is where we get bay rum. For those of you who aren't aware of bay rum, bay rum is an alcohol based solution, rubbing alcohol, most typically based solution that's used in various rituals. And as we know with bay rum, it has a very much a cleansing removal property. A cleansing removal property that also is Gives strength. And vigor. So bay leaf. Now. Another really common one. Two common ones that are popping up for me. And. That most people consider weeds actually. Is dandelion. So one is dandelion. And dandelion tends to grow. All over like a weed in people's yard. And people work to get rid of dandelions. So number one, dandelion has an incredible amount of medicinal properties. So that's the first thing. The second thing is dandelion is used in many applications spiritually. The third thing is that medicinally, dandelion is considered a very good herb. It's a very strong, positive herb that is very good for the health. It's very good upon the health system. It's a very detoxifier, detoxifying type of herb, very powerful to reinforce the immune system and the health. On the magical end of things, Dandelion can cleanse, but dandelion is also a plant of domination. Dandelion's a plant that can be used to dominate. The same way, funnily, that it kind of will dominate over people's yards when it's time for the springtime, dandelion has a very dominant force. It's a powerful herb used in domination as well as in success, business, prosperity. So it can be used to help dominate, but it can also help be used to help bring success, prosperity, and business. It's a very good herb to use in your Brugheria If you have a business and you're dealing with competitors, it's a very good herb to use in brujería if you have problems with enemies at your job place or at your workplace. So these are two very great applications for dandelion, as well as the use of the application in love situations with domination. So those, and that is when the dandelion has become its yellow flower. Dandelion, before it becomes a yellow flower, it's a seed pod that... For many of us growing up, we used to blow on those and ask for wishes and also try to catch those seeds. And if you could catch one, you could ask for a wish. And when you blow the dandelion, it looks like a bunch of like really loose little cotton threads and it blows all over the place. And when it's in that form, it's actually good for business as well. It's good for business growth, business development announcements, right? Anything where you want to attract much of something. So that's dandelion. And then the last herb that I want to talk about today is something called common plantain. Common plantain is an excellent herb. And common plantain, from what I've seen, grows all over North America, I've seen it down south all over the place. It's so common. It's a weed. It's often um, mixed in with the grass. You, you probably have run across common plantain. You want to look it up. Common plantain all over the place, not even realizing its herbal properties. Common plantain is a very good Powerful herb used in all types of medical applications, all types of health and healing situations. Common plantain is a very good herb and it is a very robust herb. It is just like the name says, it's so common. It's all over the place, it's in the island, it's all over the place in America. You find it pretty much all over. So, you're going to want to look it up because it's so extremely common. You, you've you most definitely seen it. And common plantain is also used in spiritual work. Right? In spiritual work, in cleanses, as well as opening things up. But it's also used in spiritual work in, in have situations that deal heavily in the emotional so when there's a lot of emotions involved in a situation common plantain is something that can be used to help sort things out it's extremely powerful in this way in helping to get things in order for people emotionally it's an herb you're definitely going to want to investigate a lot more And if you are someone who's learning brujería, it's an herb you're really going to want to really investigate because common plantain is right there, probably sitting somewhere outside in your own yard or as you walk up and down the sidewalk, okay? And it's an herb that's going to help especially in any situation where there's a lot of emotion going on, a lot of emotional upset or disorder. It helps people adapt. It's an herb that teaches adaptability. It's an herb that gives that strength. A lot of times when we are using the herbs in various ways, we're able to adapt or adopt the various strengths that those plants have in order to help us through whatever situation or scenario that we're undergoing. So that's what I have here for you today. And again, if you're a brujo, you need to know your herbs. These days, unfortunately, few people have access to someone such as myself or someone who is well versed in their craft of brujería. And so very few brujos are having the needed knowledge given to them and having access to be able to consume the necessary knowledge in order for them to be able to work at their most effective capacity this is why we're opening up Brujeria School, this is why we're moving on things in so many different ways that we are, is because this has become slowly, increasingly so, increasingly more, a craft that is not being properly used or exploited, in this case, to its full potential. This is a power that we want for people who work with us to really have their full capacity and potential developed so that you can have greater control over your life and begin to really manifest that what you're looking for. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, we I welcome topic suggestions, questions, etc. via email, help at mysticalwork.com. Subject line podcast or via, you know, the Spotify function, which if you have Spotify, you would be able to leave some type of response. Stay blessed. Many blessings to you guys. And I'm looking forward if you'd really like to hear another part on Brujeria, go ahead and leave us that information too. As always, make sure that you follow, subscribe, share to others especially to others who are in need and you can make donations to the temple at cash symbol cash app dollar sign hector salva or via paypal help at mysticalwork.com many blessings to you and keep the faith